0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. If you like our show, I encourage you to follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. If you want your own podcast, go to pod617.com. It's what we do here at the Boston Podcast Network. We create podcasts for you. Pod617.com. You could be the next big podcast. Star, And this is the podcast where we tell the stories of our city through the voices of our city. We've got a cool story today and a really amazing event that I'm psyched to hear about. I'm on the line with an old friend. We haven't seen each other in a while, John. It's John Surrett. Welcome to the show. I'm going to give you some applause. How you doing? My friend?
1: I'm doing great, Dave. How are you doing? Today?
0: Good. John. Works at uh, KLR, where he is a partner in the audit services group. And we've known each other through professional circles. But spoiler alert, he's here today to talk about something amazing he's going to do. That's a teaser. But before we get there, yeah, give us the, the 30 seconds on what you do professionally so you get a good plug here.
1: Sure, Dave. Appreciate that. As you mentioned, I'm a partner at KLR where I lead our transaction services and private equity services group, working with middle market, low middle market companies across the country. KLR is one of the largest regional public accounting firms. We got about 280 professionals across five offices in Rhode Island and Massachusetts servicing middle market companies across the country.
0: Very cool. Now, today you seem to be working from home because there is, uh, there's, it looks like the, the, the Surette man cave behind you. Do I have that right?
1: That, that That is correct. And, and I have been in the office quite often. You, you call me on one of those days where I'm actually traveling up to Vermont later on this afternoon. So I figured I'd, I'd bang out a few hours at home first and then head up north.
0: Good for you. What what? it looks like you've got some you, John's got it looks like a very cool uh, setup with a bar. And that looks like a dartboard, I'm going to guess behind the Guinness sign. Do you, ha- you have a prize possession in the man cave?
1: You know, it, it's got to be the the pool table, which is off to my right. You don't see it on camera, but that was a, a wedding gift from my brother years oh, really? and years ago. So, you know, that's something that I hold in high regard.
0: Wow. Yeah. I've never given anything that nice to my brother, either of my brothers. Anyway, so we're here to talk about the Spartan Death Race. And so this this is uh, this podcast is going to be a special moment because it could be the last time we ever t- hear from John at all because given the name of the event. But no, so I don't know that much about this, but you're going to tell me about it. I know the Spartan Race is that th- this crazy thing where you run through mud and you you carry stuff on your shoulder and all that business. But this one is known as the toughest race in the world. Is it? And tell us about it
1: yeah so you know that that's one of the appealing uh, aspects of this is and it is billed as one of the toughest endurance races in the world over the past several years I found myself getting more and more competitive within the obst- obstacle course racing realm and and competitive is personal to me right it's it's not like um you know I'm competing with the elites or anything like that every year I'm just trying to get you know a little bit better and beat last year's time and I think it's It's a way for me, you know, I found it as a way for me to continue to stay in shape as I continue to age and the kids are getting older and so I can keep up with them. What inspired me to get to this, you know, when I, when I first started doing these races, I don't know, six, seven years ago at this point, started with the shorter distance, you know, the 5Ks, the 10Ks, then it graduated to the 15s, to the 30s, to the 50s, to the 12 hour events, to the 24 hour events. And I'd always had this on the radar and it was something where when it popped up this year, I'm like, you know, this is year, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to throw my name in the ring. They make you do all sorts of crazy things, which is one of the reasons why I reached out to you, Dave, because we need to do a, a public announcement of our commitment to the race, which is why I'm here today.
0: <laughs> it's uh, Is this a cult or something that you need to prove yourself to the, the Spartan gods? <laughs> this,
1: this is one of those races where, you know, people say they're going to do it and then they don't make that commitment to show up. Right. And, wow, okay. You know, it's, it's funny in some of the advertising materials, they say, there's a lot of dead grandmothers that happen. You know, a lot of grandmothers die before the race, right. Cause you got a lot of people that don't show up and you know, that might be a little, uh, you know, a little off color, but you know, it makes sense. A lot of times folks sign up for these things they just don't show up. So they want to see the commitment from you, you know, to, to say that you're going to be there and that you're going to start the race and You know, you you do the best you can throughout, you know, my goal is to finish. It's a very low finishing rate. I'm hoping to be there at the end of the two or three days or whatever it might take. But, you know, the fact that I will show up, I will be there and ready to go at the start.
0: So it takes place in the the Green Mountains and I'm just looking at the, the basic facts of the thing here. It says it lasts more than 70 hours. What what's the distance and like, how does it start? And then I want to know all kinds of things like where do you sleep and go to the bathroom and all that business and tell me about tell me about that.
1: Yeah, so there's, there's a lot of things that are unknown. There is no stated distance. There is no stated start time. There is no stated end time. The race starts when they say it starts and you go until they tell you to stop. There's going to be numerous challenges along the way. From what I've been told, they gave us a laundry list of items that we need to bring with us. Some of these items are, I'm finding relatively hard to find, which I think brings part of the challenge because they I make mean, you do various things throughout the race and, and just to, to give you a couple of examples, you know, one of the items on the list is I believe it's 13 ounces of fish scales that they want you to break
0: fish scales, fish like scales from a fish. It's right. Okay. It's not a scale that weighs, but no, but you get, you've, But you have to separate the scales from the fish or can you just bring the fish or I don't think I can
1: bring the fish. I need to show up with 13 ounces of of fish scale. So, you know, and they they tease you along the way, you know, with, you know, social media posts saying, or if you don't follow the rules, if you don't show up with something, there's going to be penalties. If you don't do all the things we tell you to do, there's going to be penalties. So, you know, it's the mind games that get into it in terms Mm -hmm. of sleep. I don't know that there's necessarily all that much sleep involved with this. I know in reading from past races, you know, there was one night where they did, you know, a marathon distance hike up and down, you know, uh, a mountain. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's other races where they did, you know, 3,000 burpees. One race, they did a 12-hour barbed wire crawl. So you just don't know what you're in for, which I think is part of the appeal to it.
0: You're a sick man, John. That's, That's what I've concluded from this. What what's the closest you've never done this this one before? Is that right? I've never done this one. Okay. This what's, the, time to, what's the closest you've done? That some of the other Spartan races you've done, or what?
1: Yeah. So the fir- the longest I've done a couple of twenty-four hour events. The most recent one I did last November in Las Vegas, where I did seventy-five miles.
0: Okay. Jesus. How long did that take? 24 that hours. under twenty-four hours. Okay. 23 and a half hours. And did you sleep during those twenty-four hours? No. No. Okay. No, you don't. You, just, you don't sleep during that. All right, this is this is nuts. So, you show up with your random items and like do you you bring a backpack with some protein bars and water and stuff or or do exactly, they... yeah, you bring your
1: your own nutrition for the trip. You bring a hydration oh. bladder. I'm hoping, you know, and this is the one thing I I've got to research further that, you know, there's ways to fill up your water bladder, you know, over the course of the the 60 or 70 hours or whatever it might be cuz there's no way that you're possibly going to carry that much water with you the duration of a bed like that because at yeah. the end of the day the amount the weight of the stuff that you've got to bring with you is going to be close to 100 pounds worth of stuff I mean one of the other items I didn't mention is a 70 pound sand tube so forget about everything else I got to bring but I also got to lug out a 70 pound you know tube of second okay so, I mean there's there's a bit of weight that's coming on my back
0: that's just mean <laughs> because that could be water, you know. Instead. Yeah, exact, but no, but, exactly. But you know, seventy pounds of water means yeah, it's a little bit better, right? Right. Exactly. I I just would, when you come back from this uh, triumphantly, I'd rather not hear that you had to drink your own pee because that's that's that that's like everyone's biggest fear, right? It, because apparently that's a survival tactic or whatever. But let's try to avoid that if we can. Okay. Fair enough. I don't, fair enough. Yeah. If you have to drink pee, drink someone else's pee. I mean, at but, least you know, at least it'll be a change of pace for so. <laughs> Is this the, the this is part of the Spartan umbrella of races? I guess I'm I'm just wondering. It it it's not nothing. I'm not putting it down, but it's not for charity. This is they're a profitable enterprise, and they just I take it provide a service for people like you that just really want to push themselves. Is that right? Yeah.
1: You know, that is, that's part of it. I mean, it's, you know, the, the goal, you know, of Spartan and not to be, you know, a commercial there, but they're trying to, you know, get everybody off the couch, right? Their goal is to get a hundred million people, I believe, off the couch, get back in shape. As you know, you know, a lot of, a lot of folks, you know, don't tend to take care of themselves out there and that causes a lot of problems. And I think, you know, when you sign up for things like this and you, and you get engaged in this community, I think it's inspiring and it helps you want to be better and want to do more and it changes your mindset Mm -hmm. a bit and i think you know spartan and some of these other groups out there have done a great job with folks inspiring that and that's not to say that they don't do a lot for the community as well i mean spartans one where they you know they do a lot for you know wounded veterans and there's a lot of other organizations out there that they support so I, i think that's that's pretty noble sure
0: how many people are in this race do you know
1: I don't know. I want to say, you know, based on what I've seen, it's probably going to be, you know, maybe a couple hundred stock if it's even that high. Yeah. Uh, That might be, might be a hundred, 150,
0: maybe. Right. And after the dead grandmas, that number might go down. (laughs) So, yeah. And I mean, I've seen some documentaries about this and it's, it's people like just push to the edge, not necessarily this race, but, but I'll watch any documentary about a race where people are in like dire straits. And there's one in the, in the desert in like Morocco or someplace where they, they just kind of kind of hiking across the. So my question is, 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 does someone win or is is that not even the point?
1: Yeah. You know, I believe there is, I believe there's a winner. I mean, there's a handful of folks that finish and I believe somebody is crowned a winner. I don't know necessarily what you need to do or not do to be crowned that winner. I, I, you know, and, and that's something where, you know, not even, you know that that does not really crossed my mind as to you know whether or not you win this thing i think you know the goal is the goal is to finish right and if you get an extra you know gravy and, and the thing you know the rub is they give you a you know dollar plastic rubber skull like you know as the as the trophy so it's that's some token thing but that thing probably mean you know a whole heck of a lot to to the handful of folks that get the tip to walk on with them
0: yes well you're in the financial world so i imagine your life insurance is paid up is that right that's correct. <laughs> what I think I'm sorry, but you mentioned you have kids, right? I didn't. did. You, okay. Do they know what daddy's doing?
1: Yeah, I don't know that I've gotten into specifics with this race. I mean, they know I'm, I'm into the racing, and they've they've come to the races before and, and helped me out along the way. But I don't think they necessarily know all the specifics of this one.
0: Is there a camaraderie among, among the group? Is it? Is there any sort of teamwork involved, or like, do you know anybody else that's going to be there?
1: No, no. You know, okay. I, 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 I don't know anyone, but there, there is a lot of teamwork involved. This is one where you get, you become real, from what it seems, you become real close with the folks around you real quick. Because mm-hmm. I think this is one of those events where you're going to have to work together to have your greatest chance of success.
0: Have you ever applied to any of those reality shows where they throw you out in the middle of a desert or an island or something?
1: I I have not, although it's pretty interesting, the, uh, the Naked and Afraid and all those other crazy shows.
0: Yeah, I know. I applied to be on Survivor back in the 90s, I think, and they were not interested in me. I, I would have gone. I was ready to go. I was ready to eat the worms and sleep on the ground and all that. Right. In, a, in a moment, we are going to play a round of good stuff where both John and I will recommend something good for you, the listening public, to maybe brighten your day a little bit. Before we get there, John, if people are interested in networking with you and learning what you do professionally, what's the best way to get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, the best way, email is, my email is jes at kahnlitwin, that's dot ncom You can also find me on the Kahn Litwin website at conlitwin.com
0: under the leadership page. Very cool. We will do a round of good stuff, as I promised. Before we do that, let me remind you what we do here at the Boston Podcast Network. Pod617.com is where you go if you want your own show. A podcast is a great way to connect with your network clients, friends, prospective clients. You invite them as guests on your show, and you amaze them with the production value of the show you're producing. We help you with that with everything at Pod617.com. From the intro music, outro music, we'll ship you out a quality USB microphone so you can... Do your podcast from the comfort of your home or join us in our Westwood, Mass. Studios and do it that way. Pod617.com. It's the Boston Podcast Network. In pod, we trust. All right, let's play a round of good stuff. Oh, that's the good stuff. Oh, that's the good stuff. All right, John. It is up to you. John's had all of life. 13 minutes to prepare for this. So cut him some slack, but you're not allowed to say a deathly race. So can you recommend something good to the listening audience?
1: Yeah, you know, I've been reading through a book. It's called Essentialism by Greg McCown. The cent- the centralism, did you say? Essentialism, yeah. Okay. Greg McCown, he's, uh, it's a real interesting read. It basically talks about, you know, cutting out the noise out of your life and focusing on the things that, that are essential, right? I mean, there's a lot of decisions that we make every day. There's a lot of things that take us away take our focus away. And if you think about the things that aren't adding, you know, directly to, you know, you achieving your goals, they're taking you away from them. And, you know, part of this, you know, the premise of this book is really focusing on those things that really matter and saying no to to everything else. So I've been trying to apply this, you know, in my daily life. And, you know, it's amazing. I'm sure you've heard the phrase saying yes to something is saying no to a lot of other things, Yeah, right? But saying no is, you know, yes is a commitment, no, you know, you're done. You're, you're no responsibility. You're moving on to the next. Thing. And this is kind of also along that same premise.
0: Yeah, I said it wrong the first time. By the way, it's essentialism as in e s s e n t i a l ism. Okay, you get it, people. That's true. Uh, but, <laughs> but but yeah, I'm... this
1: this, this family bee was on last night. Dave <laughs> <It> didn't bring...
0: <laughs> know. Okay, I would have I would have <laughs> failed miserably. So yeah, Greg McCown is the author. I may check this out because I'm I'm always interested in in different ways of looking at the way we organize our lives. This this reminds me kind of of the dudes who wrote a book. I think it was called Minimalism or just Minimalist or whatever. I remember seeing a documentary about them. And these two dudes who were looked to be like young, successful dudes, they were. And they just had made this commitment to get rid of everything in their life that they didn't need. So they each literally had like like five to seven shirts each and like five to seven pairs of underwear. Like that's it. Because really, that is all you need. And uh, I just moved into a new apartment. And can I tell you, John can't see it because I've got a green screen in front of me. There's so much crap here that I don't need. I'm looking around like I have three old tennis rackets up there. I haven't played tennis in a while and I definitely don't need three of them. So I, I think I don't think they're very essential. So <laughs> you. Do you do you live by a similar principle?
1: You know, you try to get rid of the crap. I mean, yeah. it, it, sometimes it's tough to throw some of that stuff away, but but I agree. I mean, I, I look at things and I'm like, I have a touched list and, you know, whether it's a shirt, sweater, pair of shoes. I mean, but, you know, sometimes it's tough. I mean, just this morning I threw away an old pair of running shoes and I'm looking at them I'm like, oh, I might be able to repurpose these. And I look down, <laughs> six other pairs of shoes. the
0: Yeah. Good on you. Yeah, definitely. Shoes is another one, and for for men, we have we tend to have fewer shoes than the females who collect them, like like bottle caps or something. But right. but yeah, even I have a couple pairs of sneakers that I probably should bid farewell to. So I will recommend uh, a TV show, and I just started watching it. I believe on Hulu. It's a production of FX. It is a docu drama about the the punk rock band the Sex Pistols. It's called Pistol. And we're going to listen to just a little bit of the trailer here so you get a taste for it. England's terribly bored. Nothing ever changes. Not. We're invisible. We're pissed off and we're bored. So maybe that should be our image. With the right guidance, you could change the world. <laughs> Ladies and
1: gentlemen, accept this sort take taken London's youth by storm. People's no are too in We want to destroy us so, so the future can emerge. We're going to keep this country awake if it kills us. Well,
0: my vision for the
1: sex pistols is one of the things you die. No no. But when you can play, not the chronic theory there. It's when you've got something to say. Comfy of spy, we're awful.
0: So that gives you a taste of it. Pistol is available on Hulu. I was right about that. And I just started watching it, but the Sex Pistols is one of those bands that I'm very aware of, and I could probably name maybe two of their songs, though, but, but they, they clearly had, like, such an impact on the the musical scene. And uh, I think the trailer there captures the, the spirit of it pretty nicely. It's just we need to... In the beginning images of the, the show, The the main dude decides we need our image to be pissed off. Like we're pissed off. We don't need to be like, you know, Elton John and happy or whatever. We need to be this, like, you know, from the streets, just pissed off at everything, which is kind of, they kind of invented punk, I guess. Anyway, you're a Sex Pistols fan, John? Not so much.
1: And, you know, similar to you, I, I could name a couple songs. I'm very well aware of them, but you know, that, that series looks very intriguing. I saw, I saw the commercial report and that is something I want to check out.
0: Yeah. All right. So that is if, if you live past the uh, Spartan uh, death, race i'm just kidding he's gonna live he's gonna be fine everybody don't if the family of john is listening he's gonna be fine he's he's in a fantastic shape will you come back to the show later in the year and and after you've licked your wounds and tell us how you did
1: absolutely absolutely appreciate the opportunity thank you
0: okay you're very welcome thank you so much John, for joining us on the boston podcast thank you for listening if you like this show don't forget to follow the show on apple podcast and share it with a friend if you want your own podcast, go to pod617.com to get started. My name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody. Go out there and run. Run a death match. A death race. Do it! I am a father.